0: Member FDIC.
1: Hello and welcome to the post-production podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Rachel. And this is a special episode this week because today is Halloween. Woo! So normally we do talk about media production and Stuff through the lens of humor and life, as Rachel put it. So, to start things off, let's just talk about um, what productions have you done this week. I've
0: done a lot this week in terms of planning productions that are coming up. I had an overall production meeting with the board of my student media team. Immediately after that, we had another meeting for the space themed short film that I'm working on. And then tomorrow, And in the days following, we have our we're doing run throughs for the election broadcast night that we will be doing live with student anchors next Tuesday. And we'll have a TV spot during that production. So keep an eye out. Check out that coverage if you're interested in seeing what I've been working on all semester in terms of media productions that aren't this podcast that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to, Kiri? I know you're working
1: a big girl job now. Yeah, I mean, and not quite as much compared to what you've been doing. I got Dante certified this morning, and Dante is a, an audio networking system, which is not my area of expertise, so it was, it, I got through it. <laughs> this week has just been a lot of plugging things in and networking and all of that, but today we did our first live stream with me. It was also their first live stream in several months. So I work at a library and one of the things they do is story time videos. So they planned a special story time video for Halloween with the mayor and a pianist. And I forgot what kind of pianist he is, but he like stuck like screws and strings and things inside the piano to make weird sounds and sound effects and things. Oh, wow. The third person involved is this woman who's for real legal actual name is crescent dragon wagon <laughs> iconic you can look her up she's famous for her cookbooks and she's written several children's books and she is going to be the one reading the story during that live stream and so we had a dress rehearsal for that today i'll be doing the switcher and i designed the lights of course um, that's been my production week but now it's time to get on with the episode because this is a special episode in which we talk about spooky things because it's spooky day halloween so do we have any supernatural experiences between the two of us or just like jokingly supernatural (laughs) well i mean i'm definitely one of those
0: people that doesn't really believe in ghosts so it's really hard for me to jump on the whole supernatural experiences train but i definitely have had some wild experiences on nights that i have been up late Working on things in the music department. And of course,
1: for context, it's in a basement. Yes. Underneath a cathedral.
0: Yeah. So the music department is in the basement. We jokingly call them the catacombs Mm -hmm. because they're like these slanted hallways because it's built into a hill underneath a giant, super old cathedral. So often I will be the only one up late in there. And at some point during the evening, the campus safety officers will come through and they'll lock up everything and they'll turn off all the lights. So the music library that I'll be editing sound or scoring things in will obviously still have the lights on, but then literally the hallway outside of the music library is pitch black, except for the faint red glow of the exit (laughs) sign. And then to exit the cathedral, you know, at 3 a.m. once I'm done working on a score or something, I have to go up these like red velvet stairs into the pitch black lobby of the cathedral at three in the morning. And the number of times that I have tripped over something or heard something creak or squeak, and I've just like lost it and like bolted out the door. (laughs) It's like, it's definitely more times than I care to admit. (laughs) What about you? Do you have any, like, weird experiences on sets or in theaters
1: or buildings? Well, my family lives in a 103-year-old house, so it's it's pretty old and it has its quirks. The floor is extremely creaky, so we know that we won't get a burglar without knowing it. But we also have big dogs who sound like they weigh as much as people when they walk across the floor, so I don't know if we would even notice, but... Um, uh, a couple months ago my 8 year old sister was woken up by something in the ceiling like she heard something in the attic so she went to my parents room where my mom was and she heard it too so like, something was like moving around in the attic oh my gosh yeah none of the rest of us could hear it like we were all in our own rooms this was at like 10:30 at night and so we were on the family text like does anybody else hear this no okay everybody is accounted for nobody's up in the attic no interesting And there was also a low-flying plane, which usually means they're looking for somebody. Is that what that means? uh, Yeah, at least it does in my town. Then later, my sister was in the bathroom between our rooms, and she heard something in the wall, on the other side of the wall. That's it. Throw the whole house away. Well, just wait. So it's my room and my sister's room, the bathroom in between us, but also in between us on the other side of the wall of the bathroom is a balcony that I have, like, taped shut. I've taped shut the door, and she heard something on the other side of that wall. And so, like, one of my worst fears is that some criminal would hide up there in that balcony or try to get inside my room somehow or whatever. So that was scary, and then I heard it in my room. Like, it wasn't muffled like it was behind a wall. I heard something in my room. (laughs) And then it stopped for a minute, and I was like, okay, maybe I should just go to sleep now. And I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get up and, you know, like pee before I go to sleep. So I'll just do that. And so I, there was no way I was getting up with the lights completely off. So I turned on the lights and there was a rat in the corner oh. that, <laughs> that like kind of scurried a little bit and like froze, you know how they do whenever they think mm-hmm. they've been spotted. Like, you can't see me if I'm completely frozen. And at, at first I was like, I, I didn't register that it was a rat. I thought maybe it was just something because it, it froze pretty quickly. So I was like, maybe that's just something that I can't tell what it is. It's just lying around in my room. And then I moved and then it just darted across the floor under my door. And so I texted the family like, it was a rat <laughs> the whole time. It, didn't. it ran across my room and it's out in the hall somewhere. And so we all went out in the hall and we couldn't find it. Oh, that is not a good feeling. No. <laughs> so I don't know if any of us slept well that night. I know I took a melatonin because <laughs> I was like, no. Ugh. So that, that wasn't an on-set story, but it was definitely a, a, an experience. Another weird story with that house. This was like just a few weeks before the rat incident. I was just, again, it was like 1030 at night. That's when everything happens. There was a really loud bang. Like, it wasn't just a bang. It was like a, I don't know, like it, it just kind of gradually got louder. It, it wasn't very long. It was just like, and then there was a second one. Like, it almost sounded like a car crash. You know, how, like if you've Mm -hmm. ever heard a car crash, it's a very distinct sound. And my curtains were closed, but I could see through my curtains just like a flash. It wasn't like a lightning flash. It was like a fire flash. It was like it had shape and it was kind of yellow and then it just disappeared. And it was like that for both really loud crashes. And like everybody woke up and we were like, what just happened? And we looked out the window. Nothing was wrong. No one was around. And we were pretty sure the transformer across the street blew. That may have been what happened, but, our, like, our power was fine and everything. So it, it was really weird. We have no idea what happened. Uh, the next morning, still have no idea what happened. Nobody's, mm. There were no workers or anything working on the transformer. So it was like, like, if that was the problem, then there would have probably been somebody out there to fix it the next day. Paper comes, next couple weeks, nothing. Nobody says anything about it. So it's like (laughs) we have no idea what. Yeah, we have no idea what it was, and we were definitely not the only people to have heard it or seen it. So I don't even know. So that one's still a mystery. That reminds me. It was a while ago. This was like a few years ago when
0: I was still like living at home with my family and stuff. My sister and I were asleep. um, And for context, we have always shared a room, like my whole life. Mm -hmm. So one night, pretty late at night. My sister and I have both been in bed for a while, and both of us are night birds. We both tend to take a while to, like, go to sleep, and sometimes we'll be chatting and stuff and whatnot, and so we were just chilling. We had been, like, trying to go to sleep for a while, and all of a sudden, there was just, like, the world's brightest flash of white light. Aliens. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, the sky, not a cloud in the sky. No thunder, nothing. It was the weirdest thing.
1: Was it like a lightning flash or was it long? It was so bright. It was like the lightning
0: would have had to have hit our window.
1: And it wasn't coming from any particular direction, was it?
0: No, it was just like... All around? The entire world turned white. Wow. It was so weird. Like, my sister and I both convinced ourselves that we had had like a mutual hallucination and we went to bed and never talked about it again. (laughs) (laughs) Is this in El Paso? No, that was when we lived in Virginia. Uh yeah, those Virginians and their bright lights. And our room backed up to our backyard. So it wasn't around any street lights, not around any generators, nothing. Interesting. Very odd. A very bright
1: animal passing by or something. True, a <laughs> mosquito. Yeah. <laughs> hit our window and exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as productions are concerned, in theater, there's always a joke that there's a, a ghost trying to ruin everything because something always goes wrong every mm-hmm. single time. And when I this was when I worked for the school's AVL group. Our school's AVL guy on the music and theater stuff affectionately named the ghost of the theater Leonard DiStefano just because he could. Why not? Yeah. And we asked him why and he said, I don't know. It just felt like a, I just heard a little whisper in my ear like, Leonard DiStefano. I thought, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, this particular individual w- works full
0: time in that theater building. So I guess out yeah. of all of us, he would know best. And out of all of us, he would be the most delusional too, spending that much time in there. I will tell you though, when we worked in the same building on that production of Big Fish mm-hmm. that we were both on, and we've talked about this in several episodes, but one of the creepiest things about that production I, I never had any superstitious experiences on set, which is good because I am extremely superstitious. Like, I, I don't open umbrellas inside. I get very freaked out <laughs> if I break a mirror. Like, I am the same person who just told you 10 minutes ago that logically I don't believe in ghosts. Right. But, like, if
1: I open an umbrella inside, I will have a mental breakdown. Yeah, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in creeps. So, like, people hiding out on my balcony? Yeah, that could happen. (laughs) Anyways, one of the creepier
0: things that happened on that set was at the ending of one of the acts, we had a dummy that fell from the ceiling. It was amazing. It was incredible. It looked real and everything.
1: Yeah, and the audience would go, (gasps) every time it
0: happened, it was great. Yeah, because he was really heavy because he had to drop at a certain rate. When it hit the stage floor, it was really loud. It was like a very big loud thump that echoed through the whole theater. So the audience like was almost jump scared every time, even though they saw it falling. But one of the creepy things was that when the dummy was not in the act of falling, he just hung out up in the rafters. Um, because so they would they would like string the ropes through the carabiners on his belt and hoist this dude back up into the ceiling. And he would just like hang there for days and days. And like he was hung up there by his belt and his feet and then his shoulders. So it didn't look like anything grizzly. But it, it was definitely something that would jolt you a little bit out right. of your peripheral yeah. vision. You just look
1: up and someone is watching you. Yeah, like, <laughs>
0: so I'd walk across the stage and I'd forget he was up there. And then I'd glance up there and be like, <gasps> and it's then Leonard
1: DiStefano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the physical reincarnation of Leonard DiStefano. Yeah, just things going wrong. Just blame it on Leonard DiStefano. Like, I think that same production, like, one of the, the flower cannons didn't go off or whatever, you know. It's just little things like that. When we did our spring production, the way they had the stage set up, it was really cool, but they had these two platforms that would roll in on pulleys. So stage hands could stay off stage and just pull a rope and then the the little side platforms would roll in. And there was one scene where one of the platforms rolled in with a piano on top of it. And during a dress rehearsal, uh, <gasps> yeah, one of the stage hands was really into it and we could tell that it was coming in way too fast we were all like oh. ah! and it it hit the center platform Gee. the music papers go flying the piano stays still it was a miracle
0: was it a grand piano no
1: it was a oh an upright piano. upright piano That's that would be scary because it if it was one of the big like grand pianos it wouldn't yeah. have budged well and with the upright piano it like, we were worried it was just going to topple over.
0: Yeah, um, either
1: because the center of gravity is higher and it's on wheels. Ooh. Yeah, it was on wheels. It was Yeah, the only thing keeping it in place was a single little block of wood. Honestly, and, I would be scared even if there wasn't a piano on there because yeah. those platforms are
0: so big and heavy that there's always the risk that... One colliding with another will break something or injure someone. Yeah. So, yeah, that that would scare the crud out of me as a performer. Yeah, I'd so- be like, nope, I'm not going on stage. I'm done. There are evil superstitious forces in the air tonight. Yep. Not ghosts. Just... Leonard's up there working. Stishy little dudes.
1: I'm, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. <laughs> uh, but it, it was rather comical because it just went... And just papers everywhere. And the the actors did a great job of just kind of improvising around and kind of picking them up as they talked. I think the creepiest thing about that theater, I went upstairs in the back to the prop department and uh, just to find things for 404. And there's an entire shelf labeled body parts. (laughs) And it's just like random mannequin body parts, like arms and legs and heads and hands. It's a good time. Oh my goodness. That's the stuff of like, a good
0: '90s Halloween movie, of course. You open the box labeled body parts, and you find body parts in a witch's spell book and mysterious green powder, and suddenly you're
1: transported to another dimension. Well, yeah, the props department has like random body parts of mannequins, as far as I know. I didn't actually like rifle through those, but and paintings and all kinds of weird things used for plays, past and present. I
0: love it. Well, speaking of a good. 90s halloween movie
1: kiri um, i know you excellent are excellent segue
0: thank you <laughs> kiri i know that you are not as much a halloween movie type no nope. have you seen any
1: halloween movies nope oh my goodness gracious i was i was raised in an anti-halloween household Oof. so i I've, I've dressed up for halloween twice in my entire life <laughs> and i think i'm gonna go on a third time this year because i think i want to dress up as um rosie the riveter because you know, we need a little bit of that in our lives right now. Yes. Uh, I just need to find a denim shirt. But anyway, yeah, we, we never, ever did anything about Halloween until we moved into our big house where we live now. Well, I guess I don't live there anymore, but we would invite the church over and do outreaches because people just come to your door. So it's a great opportunity to you know, reach out in an outreach. Hmm. That has completely changed my family's perspective on Halloween and uh, they have a really good time with it. They let my sisters dress up and everything. My family did Halloween
0: every year growing up, but we never got super into the gorier stuff. Oh. Like, I think if I ever told my mom that I wanted to be a skeleton or a zombie or a witch, she
1: probably would have passed out. <laughs> well, I, I have something to tell you. So here's here's, oh boy. here's how serious it was. When I was like, my mom made my brother and I do a research project into the origins of Halloween. And so we, like, did all this research into, the, like, paganism and the Day of the Dead and all of this stuff. You know, I think it was just to help us really understand that this comes from a very dark place. And even as a kid, I didn't understand why everyone liked Halloween so much. I and mean, well, I understood that everyone liked Halloween for the candy and for the dressing up. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't get it. I was like, why, why, does, why do people like being scared? I don't understand. I don't like being scared.
0: Yeah, I mean, funnily enough... People will probably be entertained to hear that Halloween is my favorite holiday of the entire year. I love Halloween. I hate horror movies. Like, I cannot stand being scared. (laughs) So it's it's a very funny kind of irony that, like, I love Halloween with my entire soul. But, like, I don't watch horror movies to celebrate Halloween. Nope. I love Halloween because, like you mentioned, it is such a fun... Very unique social opportunity. Yeah. For context, everyone, I grew up in a military family, so we moved around a ton. So every new place that we were in, it, it was always so fun to learn about how that particular neighborhood or community celebrated Halloween. So we would, you know, host Halloween parties and have people over to eat snacks and get to know each other. Or we'd get together little trick-or-treating groups and the kids could like play and we could all get to know each other. So it was a great time for us. And we would always come up with very silly and clever, non-gory costumes. So my dad... Once dressed up as an old man, like, very convincingly. <laughs> he, he like, sprinkled flour in his hair and drew on wrinkles and put on this super old, like, 70s suit he got at the thrift store.
1: And then he sat on our lawn and he chased kids off the grass every time they came near our house. I should recommend that to my dad. So you watched a lot of Halloween movies growing up?
0: Actually, no. And that is, like, the that's the most surprising thing. I had a great experience with Halloween growing up. But my family was never really into Halloween movies. I'm not sure why, actually. I think just because it's hard to find Halloween movies that aren't horror movies or super gory or scary for little kids. Um, And I have several younger siblings who would be very jealous if I got to watch a scary movie and they didn't. So... I think we just tended to stay away from that. But then once I got into my teen years, I discovered the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is a Tim Burton classic.
1: And It is one I have yet to see.
0: Yes, sadly. It is a stop-motion musical, actually, about this little town of Halloween town, basically. So it's themed like Halloween. Like all the characters are like, just a little ooky and spooky and every year they're responsible for putting together Halloween for the whole world. Um, And there are towns for every other holiday too, like Christmas town and there's like a St. Patrick's Day one and Thanksgiving and all that. So the guy that throws together Halloween every year is this guy named Jack. He's the pumpkin king and he... Is just starting to feel like his life is empty because all he does is put together Halloween every year, and everyone in Halloween Town just like worships him, and he feels like something is missing from his life. And then he accidentally stumbles across Christmas Town, and he gets a terrible idea that he is going to take over Christmas. So is this a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Both, which is why uh-huh. it's great. So you can watch it. And the whole thing is a Halloween experience because all the characters are Halloween themed and it's very creepy and there's lots of like silly little numbers about Halloween imagery and stuff. It's very cute and whimsical.
1: See, that that is one I would want to watch, but I, I want to watch it not on your porch because it's gotten cold. That's true. So I, I found a BuzzFeed quiz to kind of help me with my Halloween movie indecisiveness, I suppose. Although... I think Nightmare Before Christmas is the only one I actually want to see. (laughs) So this one is pick between these candies and we'll tell you what Halloween movie to watch right now. Oh my goodness. And this will help you as well because you have a lot of Halloween movies that you like. Which is good because I've watched
0: probably seven or eight Halloween movies in the last two or three weeks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pick between Skittles or M&M's. M&M's. M&M's all the way. Reese's peanut butter cups or Snickers? That's not a question. It's Reese's. Reese's peanut butter. mm -hmm. Starburst or candy corn? Oh, I don't really love either. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I I like candy corn better. I tend to stray away from fruity, sticky candies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Sour Patch Kids or Airheads? Sour Patch Kids. Airheads. I don't like sour candy either. Weirdo. Lollipops or Jolly Ranchers? Lollipops. Jolly Ranchers? (laughs) Hershey's Kisses or Hershey's Nuggets? I don't think I've had a nugget. Oh, I know what those are. Never mind.
0: Uh, Hershey's Kisses. Don't the nuggets have stuff in them? I think they can.
1: I don't even know. I'm not a candy expert. Oh, I think I like the nuggets better. Butterfingers or Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. Milky Way or Three Musketeers? Uh, uh Milky Way. Yeah, Three Musketeers. I don't really like the sticky. Twix or Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Twix. Lemonheads or Hot Tamales? I don't think I've ever had either of those. Lemonheads are super sour. I love And lemon hot tamales heads are like peppermint type spicy. Mm-hmm. Almond Joy or mounds? I'm allergic to almonds. Never really liked Almond Joy anyway because of the crunch. Mounds. Yeah, you?
0: I hate Almond Joy. The literal audacity of putting a nut in my chocolate.
1: Right. Oh my goodness. Is that how you feel about brownies with nuts too? Yes. Not Almond Joy. Almond shame. Shame on you. Yes. Lifesavers or sweet tarts? Uh. Sweet tarts. Sweet tarts. Milk duds or York peppermint patties? Ooh, peppermint patties. Yeah, milk duds get really sticky and make me feel like I'm going to pull my teeth out by accident. True. Nerds or Twizzlers? Nerds. Twizzlers. Twizzlers is what I just <laughs> said. I'm back at Twizzlers. Crunch or Baby Ruth? Crunch. Crunch. Pop Rocks or Smarties. Smarties. Pop Rocks. Didn't we already have Smarties? I don't like Pop Rocks. I I just, I'm a a very tactile person. And so like the, the, just the the, the popping sensation is not okay. Pop Rocks have that spooky sizzle though. (laughs) Plus I watched a Mythbusters episode back in the day where they combined Pop Rocks and soda to see if there would be a reaction and that kind of freaked me out. So there's that. Pez or Junior Mints? Junior Mints. Yeah. Dots or Laffy Taffy? Dots. Laffy Taffy. What'd you get? Twitches. I got Coraline. Oh. I know enough about Coraline to know that I never, ever, ever actually want to watch that. So,
0: yeah. No, thank you. Coraline is among the Tim Burton movies that I recognize are going to haunt my dreams if mm-hmm. I watch them. So, I have chosen to stay away from Coraline. I have, however, seen Twitches. It's a super cute, like, Disney Channel movie about these witches who
1: discover that they're twins. It's very precious. See, that Um, sounds cute. I've talked about this channel before. Screen Rant uh, does a show called Pitch Meetings, and the the pitch meeting for Coraline is hilarious. (laughs) I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you. Well, guess how old you are based on your Halloween plans. This is going to be fun. Oh, boy. What do they think 20 and 21-year-olds do? Probably go out drinking. Most likely. I drink water and only water. Can't relate. (laughs) you drink red bull and only red bull are you ready all right i'm ready for
0: buzzfeed to guess my age based on my halloween plans who are you going
1: trick or treating with i'm not going to go trick or treating yeah I'm me gonna, neither yeah. i'm going to say me myself yeah. and i i'm going to go to a concert we're going to a concert together what time are you getting home uh 10ish yeah probably what candy are you most excited for m&ms m ms what are you dressing as none of these
0: yeah, our options are zombie, demon, ghost, or vampire. I think between the four of them, I would do a vampire. Or a ghost. I, I, I could just would bring be, a white blanket
1: because I was, it's cold. I was going to say, I would probably be a cute little sheet ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what trick would you play on someone who doesn't give you candy? Uh, throw eggs at their house, throw toilet paper all over their yard, scare them, or ding-dong ditch them? Again, none of the above. Yeah. If someone who doesn't give me candy, I would just walk into their house I think that would count as scaring them. So what are you doing when you get home? Going to bed. Same. I didn't even read any of the other options. I just saw going to bed. That's it. What movie will you watch before bed? None of them. The Ghostbusters movie. Duh. How old
0: are you? Mine said five to (laughs) ten. It says, you're such a little kid and it shows. You know exactly where to find the best candy. What movies to watch on Netflix and... Most importantly, where to go trick-or-treating. You have lots of energy and are lots of fun to be around. Aww. I got 31
1: plus. (laughs) (laughs) That's even better. You've got an old soul. You enjoy the small things in life and don't really care what other people think of you. You do you, and the people who are truly your friends will stick with you. That is hilarious that you got 5 to 10, and I I got 31 or older. Ugh. I love that.
0: Yeah, I've spent most of my October watching children's Halloween movies to hype myself up for today. So <laughs> needless to say, I have had a great month. Yeah, I think I definitely am gonna need to wrangle you into watching some cute wholesome Halloween movies at some point
1: because there is a whole world out there that you have not experienced yet. Yeah so so what what are your Halloween plans? What are you planning on doing on Halloween night? From well, your plans 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 let's see well obviously this year is different cuz we're living in unprecedented times oh, cool.
0: but halloween will not go to waste because this is the day of the year that i rachel ball am peaking as a person <laughs> so <laughs> i will be applying some spooky glittery makeup i ah. will be putting on this silly headband i have I really regret not bringing it to show you, but you'll see it tonight anyways. I have this headband that has two little pumpkins in the place of cat ears. And then it has these giant like springy strands that come off of it that are like orange and green and blue. And so I just have like these like silly ribbon springy things sprouting out of these pumpkins on my head. The ghost of Halloween past. It is the most ridiculous item that I choose to move with me every year. But yeah, other than that, tonight we are going to a concert that a lot of our friends are in that is... It's going to be cold. Yes. We'll take lots of pictures. Indeed. P.S. Follow us on Instagram at Kiri underscore Jones and Rachel h to see our Halloween pics. Mm-hmm. And... After that actually immediately following the concert there is an outdoor socially distanced Halloween party. Oh, okay. Thrown by the Visual Arts Foundry on
1: campus. Visual so Arts. They always throw an incredible Halloween party. Yeah, they do. I I actually have gone to that party before. I know I went at least 2 years in a row. I think the third year I decided not to go. Yeah, so. it is so fun. They always they have
0: like great food and good music and people always go super all out on their costumes. Yeah, they do. So it's fun to like get to see everyone and socialize safely and have
1: something to dress up for since Halloween is so different this year. Yeah. And you also have to find ways to incorporate masks into your costumes. I don't know if Rosie the Riveter is going to have a mask, although Rosie the Riveter in 2020 probably would. True. Um, I don't know. We'll, We'll take pictures with both. She's socially conscious. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any plans besides those today? Well, I have the library live stream in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then it, when we say today, we mean on Saturday. We're, we're obviously recording this beforehand, but I have that li- uh, library live stream in the morning. And then I'm going to go home and chill out. And then at some point, our War of the Worlds modern adaptation will be premiering on YouTube at Narfyman's YouTube channel, K N A R f y m a n no spaces it is written by myself and michael gabbert and we are also both starring in it and so is rachel indeed Um, so be sure to check that out i don't know exactly what time that's live streaming but it will be on youtube on halloween day and it will be ooky spooky kooky and
0: everyone involved put lots of hard work into it so we're really excited to share it
1: yeah So that's happening, and then I'm probably just going to go home, chill out a little bit, and then get ready to go to the concert and hang out with Rachel. Woo! Well, happy
0: Halloween.
1: Oh yeah, have a happy Halloween. Even if you're not feeling very happy, I hope you have a happy, 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 happy Halloween. (laughs) Happy, 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 happy Halloween. I started to say hoppy, and then I just kind of got... To it. Suffice it to say, I
0: hope everyone has a great day. Stay safe, stay socially distant, and share pics of your Halloween costumes and tag us because we want to see.
1: Yes, it's Kiri underscore Jones and Rachel H. This is on Instagram, of course, and of course hit follow for us on Spotify and check out our website, postprodpod.com. To close us out, we have a musical number for you. I'll be the instruments, you be the, the words.